Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock has warned that more interest rate rises might be needed to tame inflation, which she says is now homegrown rather than coming from conflicts overseas. In her second last speech of the year, Ms Bullock said domestic cost pressures are now uh, persistent with demand from consumers exceeding supply and she's threatened to use blunt instrument of interest rate hikes again with inflation expected to stay higher for longer. The ABC's senior business correspondent Peter Ryan was there last night when Michelle Bullock spoke in Sydney and Peter joins us now. Peter, Michelle Bullock sounds increasingly worried about inflation. What are the chances of another rate hike to tame it? Well, uh, good morning, Brendan. It's sounding pretty ominous, and if anything, Michelle Bullock looks much more hawkish on inflation, even more than her predecessor, Philip Lowe. Now, it doesn't look like a pre-Christmas hike in December, which will be a relief for some people. Money markets only see a 7% chance of that. But the trigger really could be the next quarterly consumer inflation reading, which isn't out till January the 31st. But If inflation remains stubborn, the current annual pace of 5.4% or even rises, a rate hike in February is looking likely. And last night, Michelle Bullock said domestic pressures were proving persistent. It's no longer the war in Ukraine or potentially the Middle East conflict, but she's seeing labour costs, energy rents, insurance, things like going to the hairdresser, going to the dentist, dining out, basic recreation. This is where inflation's running hot. So now with inflation looking higher for longer, maybe even outside the Reserve Bank's target band of 2 to 3% for another two years, Ms Bullock flagged a, quote, substantial policy response, decoded. She knows rate hikes are likely, they're painful, but she conceded the blunt instrument of interest rate hikes won't resonate with everyone. I receive letters from people who are finding it difficult to make ends meet, and I speak with organisations who are assisting struggling households. Everyone is seeing prices for goods and services rise strongly, but this has a particularly severe impact on low-income households. This really emphasises the need to get inflation back down. I also know that interest rate rises are squeezing the finances of households with a mortgage. But while the board recognises that there is a wide diversity of experience, the bank's statutory objectives are economy-wide objectives. And our key tool, the interest rate, is, as we say, it's a blunt one. So the board must therefore set its policy to serve the welfare of Australians collectively. Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock speaking at an event hosted by Australian business economists last night in Sydney, along with Peter Ryan. Peter, Michelle Bullock has only been in the job since September, but what's she doing to put her stamp on the RBA, especially after a major review earlier this year? Well, uh, Michelle Bullock took over from Philip Lowe in September. Philip Lowe, of course, uh, was not the most popular man in the country after delivering successive interest rate rises to tame inflation. But after all, that was his job. But Michelle Bullock says she 100% supports the recent overhaul of the Reserve Bank, which in some ways contributed to Philip Lowe's um, exit from the Reserve Bank. She says that she wants to see more deep and informed deliberation at Reserve Bank board meetings from next year, which are down from the current 11 meetings a year to eight, and also a clearer explanation to the public of how interest rate decisions are reached. We already know that there will be press conferences after each decision, and some of those Reserve Bank board members will be going out to explain their decisions uh, to the public. 
Interestingly, Michelle Bullock also wants to see a better culture and leadership internally at the Reserve Bank, which remains highly conservative, where she said that some veterans prefer to speak rather than listen. And I managed to get a a question into Michelle Bullock, and she told me that her road to the top job as governor had not always been easy. For some of the issues I focused on earlier about not willing to speak up or not willing to challenge senior staff and these sorts of things, we've known about this for years. And I think the problem we've struck is that we have focused on it as being speak up. We haven't addressed the issue, which is, are the leaders listening? So I think that it's going to be a challenge to some leaders because they are going to have to learn to actively listen and Yeah, we haven't managed to nail it in the past. I'm hopeful now that we are actively looking to change the way we do that. So I think that's going to be the... And if I may just follow up, did you find those challenges as you, you know, worked your career through the Reserve Bank over the years, that difficulty in being able to be confident enough in challenging? Yes, I did at times, to be honest. And, And one other thing I would add, and it's to do with diversity and inclusion is that not all people communicate in the same way. And a standard model of everyone in a meeting and get your point, put your opinion on the table and if you don't, you know, you're a chicken, that doesn't work for necessarily all people. And so I think there's a whole series of issues around the way we run debate, challenge, which actually isn't very inclusive. It's a, it actually excludes people. Sorry, that's a bit philosophical, but that's just no, my I view. I like it. Thank you. <laughs> That's Reserve Bank Governor Michelle Bullock. Peter, Michelle Bullock might be worried about inflation, but Australia's financial regulators are jittery about artificial intelligence. But surely they accept it's here to stay. Well, that's right. There's a lot of uncertainty about artificial intelligence, but we all know that it's already a part of our lives. And AI or artificial intelligence was a big talking point at the annual forum hosted uh, yesterday by the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, the corporate regulator ASIC. Now, regulators like ASIC can see the risks, but like everyone, they're actually starting to uh, use uh, some of these um, technologies to help track corporate crooks or keep an eye on the overall market. But um, AI does pose a threat to um, personal information uh, with technology knowing more about a person than they might know themselves. And ASIC's chairman, Joe Lungo, knows it is here to stay, but he says AI is scary and potentially an erosion of free will. To me, it's unimaginable that, for example, that the um, technology can pick up on the number of times you you know, you touch the phone and, you know, where, where the phone is, where you are uh, and what you're buying. And the technology somehow uh, collects all this data, can write an email for you, or the same technology uh, is helping uh, target your consumer preferences. And I, I find that really fascinating and pretty scary. That the way I've, I'm starting to think about it it's sort of like a, like an erosion of free will. So imagine a world where you think you're making your own decision, but you're not actually. The, the technology is nudging you in all sorts of directions. So that whole area, this combination of behavioural psychology and the technology. So I think that poses real challenges for regulators. That's ASIC Chairman Joe Longo speaking at the ASIC Annual Forum. And early we heard from the ABC's senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan.